Hey friend, welcome to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast, where we are all about taking inspired action towards showing up as the most confident and authentic version of ourselves. My name is Jess Bergio, and I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur dedicated to sharing the behind the scenes of how others created a life and business of their dreams. Each week, you can count on multiple episodes bringing you an inside look at how you too can create the life and business of your dreams. Life and business isn't meant to be done alone. Join the Beauty Inspires Beauty community where we connect each week to share our goals, dreams, and aspirations every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Bergio, and we have an amazing guest for you today. Her name is Samantha Parker, and she is a content creator, the queen of all things glitter. And my my fangirl moment happened the second that she came on the screen. I was like, oh, wow, I'm having a, like, sometimes that doesn't happen. And then sometimes it does. And I like to just own it and tell people like, I've been watching you for a while, slightly Instagram stalker style. And I'm so excited for today's conversation. Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you. And I have to tell everyone, this is our second time starting this. Can we just say that? Because my Wi-Fi went down and then I butchered a bunch of stuff and I was like, we're back, we're back. So I'm freaking honored to be here. Thank you for having me on on your show. I think anyone who like does a podcast and puts themselves out there, like you also deserve like a huge pat on the back. Oh, thanks. No, it is a beast, isn't it? Like it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a thing. It's a, it's a big thing. Um, and you know, for another woman to put themselves out there the way that you do, the way that you show up, the way that you just kind of own shit up unapologetically on social and just really create that space for other people. I was going through your page of all the people that you work with. I was like, damn, I know her. I know her. She's killing it. Wow. So you're kind of the, your team, you and your team are the vision and the voice behind a lot of people that we see out there in the world killing it right now. Um, so can you talk to us a little bit about what you do um, aside from the other fun passion projects that you have working on the side? I know. I always have a side projects. Like, you know, I don't always have, I never have a side man though, but I always have a side project. (laughs) That's good. I think, are we too old for that? No. Yeah. That's too much work. That's way Um, too much work. It is. So yeah. So thank you for the great introduction. So I create content for different brands. I've been doing it since like 2015. I like really just jumped into the arena and back in the day that we were social media managers. And I know that we can still kind of take that title, but I feel like content creator has given me like so much more power. And it's like, that's what I do. Like, not like power, but you know, just creative freedom. And it's like, that is what we do. Like we create really cool content and like where it goes in the world, like, isn't up to us anymore these days. You know, there's so many like things at play. So it's like, just create really cool content and run with it. And that's what I love to do the most. That's so awesome. And people hear that and they're like, okay, cool. So create cool content. What's cool. How do I create cool content? Like, I think some people get a lot of people a lot of my coaching clients get stuck on the perfection, but also I think what stops them too, is they don't have a clear vision of what it is they want to put out there. So they don't want to just throw spaghetti on the wall or, and just see what sticks. But isn't that kind of part of growing your brand? I was going to say you, here's the thing. Okay. Is we've got too many people in our head. And I think that a lot of times, like you have to flush out everything you've ever heard in your brain, you know, and these people who are teaching a lot of times, like they're not going where you want to go. So you have to be like, what makes me unique? What's going to make me stand out? And I honestly recommend like not watching people online. I'm like, if you want to like stand out and like create content. So, you know, let's be honest right now. So when I say create content, I'm talking about video, (laughs) you know, like that's just where it's at. Like right now we're working on transitioning all of our clients over to like, Hey, we're just putting out videos now. 
and you know, that's been a little bit of a beast. And sometimes at night I've been like, can we just go back to our chronological feed? You know, where I can, I want to post my Starbucks and my sandwich and my kid, that's it. And you know, we'll make funny quote graphics and everything will be awesome and people will love us, you know, but that's not where we're at right now, but it's kind of cool too, because what I have seen is even though, you know, we're going someplace that might feel a little uncomfortable, you are now given so much permission to just be ridiculously creative. And I'm not talking about like where you have to have like a very posed matchy matchy Instagram feed, right? You can just like scrub that away. The reason why I think TikTok to you guys is so popular and video content is so popular is because, you know, it's a real person. Like right now I was telling you, you know, we've had this talk. I was like, I just got back from Central America. I got, what do they call Do they call it like Montezuma's revenge? Like where, you know, you've been drinking, like you've been trying to water. Yeah. You've been trying to only drink bottled water. And like, I'm like, I spent last night in the bathroom flushing my system at not by choice, you know, but that's the thing is like, I got on this. I don't have makeup on. I, but I do, I love makeup. I love glitter. I love all the things I love, you know, feeling really great, but this is where I'm at today. And that's the cool thing about TikTok is you just show up where you're at or video content in general. So if we're talking about Instagram, we're talking about reels, we're talking about Facebook, they have reels too over there, you know, but you can just like, Hey, like I'm in my car. I got something to say, you know what I'm, and it's just like total creative freedom. Right. And it doesn't have to, and when, I think when people hear the word creative, they think they have to be like over the top, like ridiculous. Like you used the word ridiculous earlier. It's like the craziest person will stand out. And I think that's one of the things that scared people away from reels was like the dancing and the pointing and the weird, like, I'm like, I literally refuse to dance and point. I don't, I don't do it on the norm. And why would I do it now? I mean, if you want me to twerk, like if twerking and like, you know, the Tootsie Roll was like the thing. Can we start like a mom twerk challenge and we'll just be like, burr, burr. we'll be like, what are they doing? <laughs> You're like, they can barely, or, or like, what about the sprinkler? Can we bring the sprinkler back? <laughs> Absolutely. I bet you could do funny videos with the sprinkler and like, it would do really well, you know? But yes. you said people don't want to throw spaghetti at the wall. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's like what we're doing right now. We're throwing spaghetti at the wall to feel like, what do I like to create, right? Because you're not going to, if you don't like creating something. So if you're working with someone and they're like, hey, you have to create your reels this way. And, you know, they're pointing and they got popular about talking about how reels make them popular. You know, you're doing something wrong. Like you don't want to be in that field. You want to be in the field where you're just like unapologetically you, where you get to be that. So I always tell people, I'm like, you just need to like go out and experiment, figure out what kind of content you like doing. And it looks different for everyone. And I can give you a really good example of this if you'd like. Yes, please. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Okay. So I have several Instagram accounts, obviously. I don't recommend that for everyone, but, um, and then I also like, we manage a lot of accounts for other people too, but so I have Jagergram and that's like where I talk about content creation and, you know, what's working and things like that. And when I talk face to camera, like just like me monologuing, like a how-to, like here's how you do this in Canva, or here's how you, you know, find your people on Instagram. Like I have all these hacks that I, from, you know, doing this for so long that I'm like, I can show you how to do that. Um, But it's just like me, like talking to my camera, they do phenomenal over there, but me talking to my camera somewhere else doesn't always do good. Right. So for my chill glitter company, which is where we make actual, it's a physical product that I sell. Um, where if like we do fun stuff, it has nothing, anything with my face in it doesn't do as well. Theoretically, you know, of course, sometimes you'll have random things pop off, but like a video of just like my hand holding this cup, like blew up, you know? So it's like, you guys, like you can literally do anything you want right now. And that's the cool thing. You don't have to have a photographer follow you around and make sure all your photos are edited a certain way in Lightroom. And I'm looking at that thing behind your head. (laughs) 
<laughs> which is stunning and beautiful, but you know, your feed doesn't have to look like this perfect. No. And honestly, this is from Amazon. It probably cost me like five bucks. And I, I picked the pink aesthetic, their little postcards. And I literally taped them with little scotch tape against the wall. <laughs> I like, love oh. it. I'm like looking at it and I'm like, I've always wanted to do something with the closet door that's behind me. And I was like, yeah look, I could do that behind me. I think it's beautiful. And they have different color aesthetics that you can pick. If you're not watching us on video, you should go over to YouTube and start watching these because I am pulling back and doing video again, because I realized same thing with my content is the, the times that my assistants or the people that do my podcast stuff would put up videos. They did way better. And the traffic was the conversions were way more because people want to see your face. They want to connect a face to the voice. And a lot of times they want to see who the guest is because maybe they've never heard of the person before and they want to get to get to know them. And I think by video, like you were saying, it connects the audience to the people. Um, for a physical product, I have noticed it is a little bit different. That's why hair videos do so well for people who are doing hair, you know, before and afters. Those convert, those get a lot of likes, those get a lot of like saves. But I've noticed in the beauty industry, industry for people stepping away from, say, trying to get butts and seats like a client and moving more into education, they have to start speaking differently. They have to start talking differently when they're creating content to the other stylists who are wanting to learn or be educated by them. It's different. And so that's why, you know, personal branding is such an important thing. So, I mean, your when I go to your Instagram, yes, you do all the things, right? You have your glitter company, you have the agency you create content on your own probably for other brands how do you how did you decide to start showing up for yourself and and really like dive deep into that personal brand because that's something that i coach to a lot and i feel like sometimes people miss it like they're like my business is the brand yeah and see that was making me miserable and so that was like my first cue is i'm like this is miserable like i'm only supposed to talk about this one specific thing to this one specific person and I was like, you know, and then you've got people who are like, inspiration doesn't sell. And I'm like, I don't, what, you know, <laughs> I was miserable. So that's my first cue, right? Is anytime like, you know, I get into like the depression, the, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm like, oh, it's because I'm not just creating. I knew my dog was going to bark during this. I just love her so I love much, it. just so much. Yes. <laughs> so I knew that I was going to, like whenever I start feeling miserable, I know it's because I'm like just not using my creativity and I'm not able to express myself. And so I put myself into a box. Right. Yep. And I think when we get so focused on that stuff, it's no longer fun. So it's totally awesome to do that content where it speaks to that person, to that ideal content and, or client and be very strategical about it. But I also have to do things that I enjoy. So I have to enjoy my brand or else I'm not going to want to show up in it every day. And that's where I think the big shift is, is like, do you enjoy the brand? And so when I wanted to bring in the be your own girl crush and really run with that theme, I did. I really like battled with myself, you know, from a marketing perspective. And then I was like, you know what? I just want a place where I can enjoy myself. And that's when like, you know, people still come to me all the time. It didn't mean that like my bank account went lower, you know, right? <laughs> I just was able to like do really cool things. So what does that process look like? Let's just give an example for the listener right now who is like, okay, I definitely need to be doing more of this. I still don't quite know, you know, what my brand stands for. Do you have like a framework that you walk people through like brand pillars? So they are things that they feel like, okay, these are the things that light me up that I do want to talk about. This is how I can strategically like, even though we're, we're doing what feels right, we still want to maybe have a little bit of a plan or like some sort yeah, of action. If not, you get confused and it's like, 
wait, does she like sell cat grooming toys or is she cooking or is she, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I do, I get it. So I just knew my theme was going to be, be your own girl crush. So that means like take care of yourself first, right? Love your life, like all these things. So everything I talk about circles back to that. But then also if I feel like I want to throw in something fun and random, I will, you know? Um, right now I have a video on TikTok that's like, has like 60,000 views. Um, but it's only been up for like a day or two and it's me holding a starfish. And it says like, I'm embarrassed to be friends with Becky. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it's like cringy. I like, I threw it up and was like, this will be funny if it goes anywhere. And then I was like, oh my God. Cause I'm just, it's me like being really embarrassing, you know? And that's- yeah. So it's like, you have to also just be like, Hey, that's the cool thing too. You guys about over on TikTok is like, I can just throw in stuff like that. It doesn't really matter, you know, but I do, I have, um, I am still very strategical, strategical. That's a big word today. I like, I like that word. <laughs> um, very strategical about what I put out and always tying it back into what you're calling, you know, brand pillars. So I have like my overarching umbrella, like this is what I'm always going to talk about, but then also just you know, all of that too. And loving me also means that I can throw in some fun stuff as well. So you just have to know like what it is you want to do your themes. And then every month or two, I'll look at it and be like, um, you know, I kind of got bored of this. I don't want to talk about it anymore, you know, or this doesn't really fit where I'm at in my life right now. Like let's switch things up, but I still like, I'll make a list like, Hey, we're going to talk about, um, for a while I was talking about a little bit about my um, like half sobriety journey, you know, um, cause I'm not fully sober. And I started talking about that a lot and people were like, wow, like, thanks for talking about that. You know, um, my husband's deployed. And so like, I was talking about that a lot, you know what I mean? So like, um, and getting through that and making sure I was taking care of myself and the highs and lows, but I'm like, oh, Hey, you know, but then sometimes like things aren't relevant anymore. So when you create a personal brand, the cool thing is, is like people get to come on the journey with you. You know, you don't just have to like show up and be like, I only talk about this hairspray because I'm committed to this one hairspray, right? You know, it's like, what if we decide hairsprays out, which it's, you know, and like you get to move into something else. So it gets to come with you. I love that. And so for you personally, you know, creating content and you doing the things that you were doing, how did you position yourself when other, when brands would come to you asking for, for the content to be created for them? Like, how did that partnership start? What did that look like? Well, so originally I was, you know, a social media manager. So it was just like super easy. So people like, you know, I developed like a base of clients, worked my ass off. I shouldn't say it was super easy at all. Um, Worked my ass off and things like that. And so it's like, as the titles kind of changed, like now all of a sudden you have girls creating content. And I was like, oh, well, you know, instead of social media manager, I'm like, we'll just call ourselves content creators, but we still do really cool things with people's accounts as well, you know? So, um, Sorry, what was your question again? Remember you guys, no sleep. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, I love that because I think sometimes we get so deep in the like question that it's like, it takes you down a rabbit hole. And that's the coolest <laughs> thing about podcasting is like, sometimes you, even if I gave you an- questions in the beginning, like it always helps people see how the brain works. The question was, how did you get to work with these brands and how did they start you know, asking you to create content? So yeah, like, so I had to just put myself out there, right? right? So just like, how do you get a client you know, who, like, how do you get someone to come in and get their hair cut by you? You know? Right. Well, some people don't know, like some people are still stuck on that. Like I'm, I can post pretty pictures, but it's not converting. So that's where maybe you can help our industry out a little bit. We, yes, pretty pictures. Do they convert? Like, how do you use messaging as a key part of what you're doing as far as social media? Because, okay, cool. We create the cool piece of content. Let's say it's a video um, of our work. 
but we don't have our face showing. That's not what converts. The messaging that goes underneath, I say is pretty close to just as important as whatever picture or video is going up, correct? Yes. Okay. So I just spent, um, you know, I was down Central America two weeks working with this company who does really cool things in the world, you know, like they're helping like in third world countries. Amazing. But I was with, um, most of the time I was with this guy, Scott, who I live in Southern Utah. He owns a house down there. So I was staying in this house with him. Right. Um, but he also lives here in Southern Utah and he sells mortgages and he's like, Sam, like, I can't figure out like, hi, the interest rates have gone from 3.5 because of the feds. And I was like, oh yeah. I was like, let me think on that for a minute. And after I just spent a little bit of time with him, I found out that he has, um, he goes to every restaurant he goes to and everywhere he goes all over the world. And, you know, here locally where I live too, he posts photos on Google and like of whatever he ate or, you know what I mean? You know, when you Google and you see people's photos and I was like, well, that's cool, whatever. No, his photos have been viewed 7 million times. (laughs) holy shit and I was like he's like and I'm like so but nobody knows like you don't know whose photos they are and I was like so why do you do that and he's like I just love it I think it's so cool to like show people you know like and then it helps that restaurant out and I was like dude that's what you're gonna do and I'm like so every time you go to a restaurant every time you go somewhere instead of doing your photos like well you keep doing your google photos you know but like film that experience, um, I was showing him how to make like, you know, a converting TikTok and all those things. So like, that's now a huge part of your brand. And then now I'm like intrigued by him. I've personally connected to him. I've created that no like trust factor, right? Cause I see him, mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey, he's the guy doing the cool. He's in the middle. Like we're in the middle of the, we went to a restaurant in the middle of the ocean, you know, <laughs> like, he's shit. that cool guy, that cool mortgage guy. Right. So now I've totally connected the girl who does my hair. I am like in love with her. Um, and one of the things I know about her, she's just, it's all over her social media is she is like crazy vegan. (laughs) And I know that about her. Right. And I appreciate that about her and it's just a part of her personality. So I feel more connected to her. So like when I go in to get my hair done, I feel like she's my best friend, you know? Yes. 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 I'd love that. And so, you know, I, I really think we know as, you know, service providers that that's how a lot of our clients do feel and it's interesting because i get asked all the time like how much is too much to share and maybe i want to be a little bit more private or what about for those people who is it resistance or do they just really want to be private and they don't want to put anything out on social media because you know it's a a stupid excuse in their head okay i'm glad you said that not me um no i'm kidding but seriously like i feel like sometimes i want to lean in on those people when they're in like say a classroom setting and they they raise their hand finally in the back after i've said you know the word podcast 50 times or you know nobody wants to have to do more work than they need to let me just put that out there right for anybody listening like if someone could say i'd have the results of people finding me falling in love with me wanting to hang out with me and not have to do this podcast uh sign me up but i do find a lot of joy in the podcast it is i'm long form i love to ramble and talk and ask questions and get real nosy and speak how i want so for me podcasting was like the the main way for me to put content out there that's then able to get repurposed right i can create videos out of this i can pull content out of this i can pull copy for whatever out of these i can quote guests i can do a lot of stuff with a podcast that's why for you guys listening that's why i chose podcasting it's not for everybody but i remember distinctly in the last in-person group i was teaching in the girl finally i i kind of apologize because i kept saying something about the podcast but i was like just put yourself out there however you can and she was like i'm just such a 
private person. I don't want to put anything out there. And I'm like, but you do in-person work. Like you don't work in a cubicle. So when people say I'm such a private person, that's a lack of confidence because here's the thing is like, I'm actually like, there's so many details in my life. Like nobody knows. Like, I don't know much about you, honestly, but I, people feel like they know everything about you. You know, if they follow you online, that is very true, but they're only seeing a curated version and you know, of like what I want to share. Totally. And I think that's the part where I think by the end of the class, she DM me and she was like, I totally understand what you're saying. Thanks for kind of pushing me to see. I can share certain things that maybe I can leave some of the things out. And I'm like, yeah, I like only now do I talk about the divorce I had when I was 27. Like only now do I talk about, you know, single parent life when I look seemingly like got it all together on social. Those are just two things I didn't really want to deep dive into or talk about very much on there. Talk about it plenty with my my friends. But the stuff I like to focus on is usually more positive, high energy shit that I would want to consume on social media. Um, so that's how and I kind of, and there might come a time too, where you feel really compelled to share the story and it totally, someone, you know, exactly. But that, and I so, don't understand that. Like I'm a private person. I'm like, well, I'm not like showing people my address or like, you know, no, so. or your, or your, you know, cleavage, you don't have to show all that. Like I would be, exactly. I would, I, I would gone viral by now. If I if wanted I, to girl. Yeah. <laughs> The twerking mamas club. We'd have been like literally like it'd be baby grandma club. <laughs> club nine one one. We had one of those in San Diego. <laughs> well, end up by nine, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd like my sleepy time tea on the way out. Um, oh my God. So okay, so to those like with that confidence thing, like what would what would you speak to on that? Because I feel like the way like is this just a muscle you have to flex in order to get to where you are in order to show up the way that you do? Yeah. You have to feel so fucking stupid for a really long <laughs> amount of time. And then you just keep feeling stupid. Right. Okay. Like even my kids were like, your TikToks are really cringe. And I said to them, I've even had a couple of friends who are like, you should do this or you should do that. Or I can't believe you do that. And I was like, I don't know what I'm, you guys, TikTok was new to me. Like I had to just like wing it to the walls. Let's see what happens. You know? Um, and you know what I told him though, I was like, you're not in the field with me. Like until you're doing it, you don't have anything to say. Right. So I've had to just really also realize that people's opinions, like they're just opinions and they're, they're trying to be nice. And they're like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be cool if, or, you know, you shouldn't say that. It's like, dude, I don't see you doing this, you know? Well, that is facts. And I do think that's, it's tough when you are really worried about the critics around you and the people around you asking you like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? You know, if this is where I think I'll, I'll never, ever forget this conversation that happened with, she was a friend of mine. She was also a client of mine uh, in the chair. And she said to me one day after I put her foils in, she goes, Hey, so can I talk to you about something? And I was like, yeah, what, what's up? And she goes, so this was like in the beginning of my putting myself out there journey. And she goes, your, your stories and your stuff is just coming off very like, mm, she was trying to say it as nice as possible. She goes like aggressive and like frustrated and like, not like the best. Maybe that's the season you were in. Right. And so so I was like, oh fuck, well that's not cool. And I kind of sat there, right. Cause she had to be there for like another two hours while I finished her hair. And I really stewed on it and I thought about it and I kind of got pissed. And then I kind of was like, well, okay, what can I do about it? So what do you do after somebody tells you that you call your best friend to talk shit about it? So I call my best friend and she's not a coach. She she's in the industry too. And she goes, you know why she doesn't like your shit? I go, why? She goes, cause she's not your ideal client. 
And I was like, oh, look at you using my big words. She's like, yeah, you're not speaking to her anymore. You used to talk about health and fitness. You used to talk more about that kind of stuff when you were working out all the time. You know her from that world. And now you're doing this other stuff. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to her. She doesn't want to listen to your long-winded shit. She's like, this is annoying. And I probably did sound frustrated because it was the time when we were in lockdown um, and they were telling us we could work on the sidewalk to do hair. And yeah. I got mad enough to do something about it. And that's why I started the podcast. So well, in heaven forbid, you got mad. You know, I had people too that were like, you're coming off a aggressive and sharing that stuff. And I was like, just mute my stories for 30 days. Like, you know, Hmm. mute my stories for 30 days. No. And I actually said something the other day to somebody, I was like, you know what? I think I'm not being myself enough or showing up big enough because no one's talking shit to me yet on social. Like I haven't gotten any like DMS. I haven't gotten any like shitty comments yet. I'm like, I'm just not doing it right. (laughs) Where's my haters at? I used to have a lot more haters when I was like doing the Facebook thing, like had a massive Facebook group. And I was like, I sometimes like to post stuff over there just to like watch people like crawl over themselves to tell you you're wrong, you know? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Somebody, somebody posted something on uh, Instagram, something about dairy, not eating dairy anymore. And oh my gosh, I was like, listen, I can't even say what I was about to say. Cause I'll get, I maybe, maybe I should say, cause then I would get a comment or two, but that's the thing. Like, I think I, I, I am confrontation when confrontational, when need be, I'll say what needs to be said. If, if I'm in a situation or if I feel like someone needs to hear something or if I need to like voice something. But other than that, I, I mean, I do try to stay away from like the bullshit because if you're just posting something to see what will happen, I mean, Hey, that's all part of some people's plans too. I don't know. It's like that polarizing, like, did she just really say that? So mm-hmm. I know that that does work for some people. So I don't know. What do you say to that? I say that you really just have to like, again, like you just have, I said, you just have to feel stupid for a while and you have to do whatever you want and you have to put your head in your own game. Right. Like, and realize that like, you're not as important as you think you are in the world. And you have to just like make your own content. And I always like think about it. I'm like, you guys have to realize like you're your own book. Right. So like we're all our own main characters in this book and we have people that come in as supporting roles, but like, they're not the main character and you're not the main character in their book either. And you know, what's crazy is like, let's say you died tomorrow. Um, I would be maybe a little nostalgic. I was like, I really like that podcast interview with her, but everyone else's life's just go on. You know, you might, you, your mom might be devastated, but you know, she's still there. And that's what we don't realize is we're not that important. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I hate that. It's so good. It's so true. Like it's so true. Um, okay. So I literally had my first call with the beauty insiders membership group today. And we talked about the things like they need to do to show up. Right. And then I also gave them a segment where you got to automate, delegate and eliminate certain things in order to commit to the, the big vision and the goal. And one of the things I did talk about delegating was social media, video, video content, putting shit out there, email marketing, all the things that can support your business. So, I mean, we got you live and in person right here. Can, can we talk about ways that you can see people in my industry using your services to delegate and then yeah. automate things? Because I know it's not just resistance. If you don't find joy in creating sales pages, if you don't find joy in, you know, posting and doing certain things, there are people who do love to do it like your team. So it's like, why wouldn't you have someone who loves doing it, you know, do it for you? Yeah. And we're even, you know, people are delegating their TikToks off to us, you know, it's like they're recording and just dumping things in an iPhone folder. And then we're just like going to town. So you guys, there's so many things that like you can take off your plate. 
Um, Jager Graham, I started that whole company on the belief that like we should spend less time on Instagram and more time like enjoying our lives. So Jager Graham is all about like, um, you know, I hire these really cool, awesome girls, employ really cool, amazing people in the States. And they like log into their, your account as you, and then they do your engagement for you. So they like comment on other people's, you know, we use a targeting system and it's stupid strategical. It's the stuff where I'm like, rant, rant, but it works, you know? Yes. Oh my <laughs> um, God. See, and so you guys, yeah, you have to think bigger picture, right? Not just I'm overwhelmed, like think bigger picture. And that's exactly what we talked about. Cause I said to them, if, if this is something that you want to outsource, this is why you have to get really clear on what your vision is for your brand, for your goals. Like you don't want to just throw like money to people to like engage for what, like just to grow, like you, you want to drive traffic to something, whether that's to help you create a bigger, you know, book of business, whether you want to step into education, like kind of knowing where you want to go is key, obviously. Right. Yeah. So definitely, I mean, kind of like, I think that we get a little too focused on like predicting the future and things and we miss the opportunities right in front of us, but you have to at least, you know, not be stupid, like have a page where people can book a consultation to get their haircut. You know what I mean? Like, don't be um, engaging with people in Russia. if like, you don't cut hair there. <laughs> totally. Hey, you know, you know what I, you're giving me so much permission to like, stop putting myself in a box that I never really was in before. I've just tried to create more structure with my business so that I, it was in some sort of like understandable, organized, teachable form. But I resonate with you so much because I think I'm more like you than I'm trying to be w this perfect version of, you know, what makes fucking sense. So, um, yeah, but what makes sense doesn't actually make sense and it makes us miserable and we get caught up in like, we should be over here doing this, we should be over there doing this and I'm like, what if you just like sat with yourself, you know, to be like, I'm crazy woo, but we don't have to get into that, but I'm like, what if you just sat with yourself and you're like, what would I need to hear today, you know, and then like, would that affect like Susie next to me, you know, would that touch someone and they're like, hey, you know, getting your hair done is like a huge thing. And that's why I go to my girl, Taylor. I said, I walk out of here and I feel like I've just had so much love. And, um, right after my husband got deployed and then like a whole bunch of family stuff went on. And then it was just like, you know, when you usually have your person and, um, I went in and I was just sitting there and she like, didn't talk, like we didn't talk that she washed my hair for 45 minutes. And I was like, finally, I was like, is everything okay back there? And she's like, I've just been giving you love. You needed some love today. You know, so sometimes we need to strip back and realize that all these other things that we're focused on just aren't that important. So when you get caught up in like so many strategies, so many boxes, you can't show up and just like put the stuff out into the world that you want to put out into the world. Well, I didn't know that I was having my own therapy session today. So I hope you all <laughs> listening enjoyed this and you're welcome for me sharing that. No. And this is exactly why having somebody like, like I knew I, I resonated with you and how you were showing up at a certain level for a reason. Um, and this is a perfect example of what you said earlier about not comparing and not being on social media so much that you, you know, start leaning towards other people and in a sense, copying what you think they are doing. And I literally fucking talked about that this morning and it's hard to, it's just as much for me as it is for them. Like I'm selfishly created this container because it's a constant reminder for myself too. And we're all human. And that's one of those, you know, connecting points where I'm like, don't get so caught up that, you know, you're not still yourself. And that's the part where I love to just circle back to that and like leave people with that part because I do love to get woo and I do love the sitting with yourself and what is it that you actually need to hear because if it's a message that you feel like you need to hear if it's a download that came in you probably need to share that so thank you for saying that yeah and that's why I'm saying like if you feel like you know you need to share a part of your journey that you've normally kept private but you're just like feeling really inspired to share it then freaking share it like you know Okay, don't be so like it didn't fit into my brand pillar section z like f1 you know just go ahead and share it 
<laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, I hope you guys are feeling massively inspired to just take action and do the things and show up unapologetically as whatever version of you wakes up today because it could be different tomorrow. So own that shit. And, and that's what makes us all different. Sam, so where can people find you? Because I know now they're going to want to just like get all your goodies and your stuff and check out Jade Graham. Yeah. So if you just go to the samanthaparker.com, you can check all that out. You can also go to the glitter.me and that's where you can find the glitter podcast, um, all the cool, like self-love stuff. Um, I wrote a really cool book that book slash journal. That's just about like finding the glitter in you. So yeah, on Instagram and the Samantha Parker, I don't know. I'm all the places. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love that so much. And I love that you created a journal slash book and I can't wait to go check that out. Cause I'm in the process of writing a book right now and it's no joke. Um, so I honor anybody who's like created any space and time for that. <sighs> okay. You guys, if you love this episode, please tag us, share it on Instagram, send it to one of your girlfriends who also is maybe struggling, having a hard time showing up or even needs to automate, delegate some workout to Sam's team who could help you grow. I think TikTok. So, I mean, I, I will create the stuff and then I've seen the work that you do for other people that are on your page. Uh, the testimonials speak 10, 10 times the volume of what you just shared with us. So, um, I love that you let your work speak for itself and thank you for making time for us on the podcast today. Yeah. Thank you. And thanks for, you know, rolling with me through my jet lag slash whatever. I don't even know where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do a recap when you're back to your normal self, but thank you for showing up just like regardless, because this is like a perfect example of just doing it, do the damn thing. Amen. Amen. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out to more people. So until next time, be you unapologetically.